Once you have a life cycle plan, you need to have a life cycle process. That is a way to evaluate, typically on an annual basis, where your plan is and where your plan is going. Just because the plan says you need to spend $20 million in a particular year in order to keep up with your plan, your organization may not financially be positioned to accommodate that $20 million budget and will have to make some decisions against the plan to accommodate your current financial state. One way to segment your overall capital plan is to segregate it into buckets. One way to look at these buckets would be your strategic investments, your information technology, your medical equipment, other large capital, and small capital. Breaking down your capital plan into these smaller pieces could make it easier to manage. And once you come up with a plan for each of these buckets, then you can decide what sort of allocation your organization can invest in each of these buckets in a given year. You may also opt to fund these buckets on a quarterly or a biannual basis rather than on an annual basis, but the concept is the same. You manage the plans individually and you allocate the funds based on your financial status and your organization's strategic priorities. So let's look at each of these buckets individually. Starting with strategic investments. Strategic investments would be a new business plan or you're building a facility or some sort of a merger and acquisition. These are large business plans and investments that are established as mission critical by your organization and they'll encompass aspects of many of these buckets such as information technology, medical equipment, and other expenses in order to accommodate these. These investments are must-dos, are not necessarily competing for the same funds as the other buckets because they have such a strategic importance to the organization. The next bucket is information technology. This is very similar to medical equipment in the sense that you're looking at an overall life cycle plan of your existing infrastructure as well as considering future growth and changes in technology. The information technology bucket would include things such as infrastructure and capacity, storage and data management, networks and connectivity, and applications and integrations. Next, we move to the third bucket, which is medical equipment. This is where we take that replacement equipment cycle based on our expected life of the equipment and the actual and the asset value of the equipment, as well as service and maintenance aspects and utilization aspects. This plan would also take into consideration any additional equipment, such as adding additional infusion pumps or additional patient monitors. It may also include new equipment or new technologies that don't exist in the organization, but are part of a strategic or clinical growth plan associated with medical equipment. The fourth bucket is large capital expenses. These are expenses that don't fall under the strategic investment bucket. They're not necessarily part of the information technology plan. They're not necessarily part of the medical equipment strategy either. They are renovations and facilities projects that are large expenses but not necessarily associated with technology. The last bucket is small capital items. These would be facility updates, furniture and fixtures, non-technology related expenses that don't necessarily meet a threshold of what you would consider as a large capital expense. Many organizations have some sort of a threshold where they draw a line between small capital and large capital, sometimes referred to as non-threshold and threshold respectively. So let's look at how these buckets play together. Consider this scenario. 
A hospital has the following capital budget allocations. Strategic allocations, information technology life cycle, medical equipment life cycle, threshold or large capital, and non-threshold or small capital. First, the executive leadership of the organization would establish the strategic priorities of the organization and some strategic investments that would come right off the top of the capital funding. Next, the information technology life cycle will be predefined by the IT infrastructure and associated life cycle plan for that technology. Then, the medical equipment life cycle would be predefined by the medical equipment inventory and the associated life cycle program. And finally, the large and small capital, or threshold and non-threshold capital requests, would be evaluated per their life cycle plan or as those requests come in. By pulling the strategic allocation have-to-do items and the systematically defined information technology life cycle and the medical equipment life cycle items out of the vetting process, you greatly reduce the load on the capital process and associated committees. If you were to take all capital requests into one vetting process every year without using some sort of systematic and programmatic approach, you're going to bog down your organization in validating and vetting each individual request. With these established buckets, you can then define what the planned allocation would be for each of these individual buckets, and the organization and the executive leadership can decide, are they able to fund each individual plan as is, and if the funds are not available, how much funding can they allocate to each of these plans? In the case that full funding is not available, decisions would have to be made as to what should be funded and what should not. In the case of medical equipment, that's where we would look at the service and reliability and the utilization aspects in order to determine does that equipment really need to be replaced right now or could it wait potentially for a future capital cycle. Not everything in the capital life cycle plan is completely predictable. So there's always going to be ad hoc, one-off, or new requests that weren't anticipated. If you put together a 12-month budget for your capital plan, allocating all the funds to a predefined bucket and predefined projects or requests, then an unanticipated request comes in such as a piece of equipment fails beyond repair and needs to be replaced out of capital funding, or there's a new business opportunity that capital funding is required for, these off-cycle requests would have to be available evaluated against the already predefined capital budget. One way to accommodate these types of requests is to have your capital cycle on a quarterly basis. Therefore, you can rebalance the capital budget every three months, taking into consideration the anticipated expenses as well as any unanticipated expenses that may come into play. Whether you do an annual plan or a quarterly plan, any medical device requests have to be vetted against each other. That could be adding additional equipment to your already existing fleet. That could be adding new equipment to the organization that you don't currently have. Or it can be investing in brand new technology that you're not currently utilizing, but you're considering purchasing. All of these initiatives would compete for the same funding source and have to be vetted against each other through clinical validation of the science and the clinical outcomes associated with the equipment, through business and financial reviews, as well as technical reviews of the functionality, the connections, the resource needs, and the facility infrastructure needs of that technology.